Bobby Bones post show pre show. I have a pimple coming up right under my eye. Uh oh. My glasses land, so it always hurts. Yeah, I have real problems. Sorry, man. Mm. Sounds terrible. It sucks. I can't stop touching it, <laughs> and my glasses won't stop rubbing on it. Hello, friends. If you're watching on Facebook, we're a little late today. We've been up working. That's all we do around here. Worky work. So we're about an hour late getting this on, is my point. Uh, the top three songs in country music. Why don't we roll through them? At number three, it's Jameson Rogers, Some Girls. Some girls get the mama on the phone, take a trip back home, pretend they never knew they got some. And number two, Lee Bryce, one of them girls. You one of them girls that ain't trying to meet nobody. And at number one, Jason Aldean, Girls, Girls, Girls. When no, it's not. <laughs> but the other two were about girls. Oh, I don't remember a song called Girls. <laughs> girls, Girls, Girls. Motley Crue. This is Got What I Got. The biggest pop song is Jason Derulo, Savage Love. Damn. I don't like this song what? at all. Oh, I like it. I feel like you would love this song. I guess yeah. because I only heard the TikTok. Uh-huh. Over and over. Over and over. Okay, that makes sense. I did see a story about him where he spent over $100,000 the other night buying drinks for everybody. Dang. Celebrating number one. Wow. Jason Derulo topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the first time in 11 years with Savage Love. And he spent $112,000 on drinks. In an Instagram video he posted, he shows off the bill, which is $112,742.30. Jeez. A lot Are of they drinking. hanging out with that many people? I'm not sure what happened. Or they're just drinking a lot, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in rock, the number one song is from Seether, It's Dangerous. It's so dangerous, See, they're still doing it, huh? Yeah. Wow. Good for them. I don't know if there's a huge rock market right now. I mean, I feel like the rock fans have that market kind of pinned down. They, I mean, they're, I just don't listen to It's not crossing to, over, though. No, it's not. You're right about that. that, that which means it's, there's room. It means the right band comes along with the right sound. Yeah. It is going to explode. Yeah. Last time we saw that was probably Imagine Dragons. Right? That's a... That's a Probably the last time a we saw kind of rock, rock band that's crossed over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's Scuba yelling in the microphone? Twenty One Pilots. Pilots also crossed over. Yeah. And Portugal the Man. A lot uh, of those they had all. one song. Portugal the Man had a one song. They had two songs. They had the follow-up song. Which Sing them. Go ahead. What's the first one? Uh, the, uh, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no. Um, somebody that I used to know, right? Yeah, no, like that's not Portugal the Man. Somebody. That's Gautier. Song. Yeah. The man, what was it? It was huge, though. I remember being on yeah, all the it's formats. Yeah, it's so huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. No, <laughs> Thanks, and then, um, Cool. So, uh, <laughs> cool, and he gets it back to his chair. By the way, spoiler alert for Dancing with the Stars last night. Three seconds. Three, Three two, two, one. One. Doom. Uh, Vernon Davis went home. Football player. Johnny Weir was almost eliminated. Oh. What? Just kidding. I like Vernon Davis? I, don't, I, don't I have no idea. <laughs> I, I would like for AJ to stay in, the Backstreet Boys. Is your boy? And Monica, Monica from Cheer. I picked Johnny Weir to win the whole thing, but he almost got kicked out last night. But um, Is that catfish guy still doing good? He is. He's pretty pretty likable. The thing is, I don't really watch in the middle. I watch it in the beginning. It's like the baseball season. I watch it in the beginning. <laughs> right, first game, opening then, day. Yeah, like June... <laughs> I'll just look at the scores. Yeah, and then straight And then as we October. get to fall, I'm kind of back into it, seeing about the playoffs. I'm with you. But Vernon Davis was eliminated. There are now 10 people left. They'll start cutting a couple at a time here now. So that happened. There is an app, a personal protection app, 
that allows users to hire their own bodyguards for 30 bucks for a half hour. Hmm. And some of these are former Secret Service agents. 50 bucks for an hour. It's called Bond. It's available on iOS, Apple, and Android. Several personal protection services. You pay $5.99 a month. Users can summon a personal bodyguard in as little as an hour to walk them home, take them shopping, help them navigate a new city, nighttime. Pricing starts at $30 for the first 30 minutes or $50 for the first hour. The app's founder is a decorated former deputy commander in the Israeli Defense Forces Special Ops Division. Whoa. The app also offers location tracking, video monitoring, and agents who will notify the authorities in an emergency contact if needed. Pretty- I, wonder, I wonder if they stick around. What do you mean? I, I, I can't think of a lot of scenarios where a normal person would need security. Maybe it's – I don't think they're, they're targeting normal people. So, but, 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 but you could if you're – like I said, walking around a new town. You're new to a city. Okay. Yeah. Or you have to go somewhere at night. And again, you can do half an hour. Yeah. Just Ooh, maybe be. like Craigslist transactions. Any of that, yeah. yeah. That's not I think a there's one. a market here. I think there's more market here than there are rock songs. Right? Parents oh. may hire <laughs> Yeah, I think you're onto something there. <laughs> but I think I haven't heard anyone in this space. Yeah. So as yeah. weird as it sounds, I've heard of nothing in this space where you can just get on an app and hire a bodyguard. That's pretty cool. And I, I like the name of the app, Bond. Like James Bond? Never heard of it. <laughs> Bond, what's that mean? Bond. Mm. Uh, Bond. I think that's it. Look, if I have anything other note I wanted to mention. No, I think that's it. Uh, check out Amy's podcast. Her fifth thing is up. She does um, a, a October cookie. A fall, <laughs> a false, a seasonal cookie recipe. But that's the episode where I read your emails that you send in to me. There was also a story. There was a COVID-19 outbreak in Kansas in the nursing home. And everybody's positive Ooh, in the entire nursing home. That's rough. And I think either 10... Or 19 of them have died. Oh, no gosh. way. Oh, gosh. 10, 19 from COVID-19. All residents at a Kansas nursing home have tested positive hmm. for COVID-19. The Norton County, Kansas Health Department announced yesterday that 62 residents, residents have tested, 10 have died. It got in somehow. Gosh, it could hard. be a food delivery. could be somebody that worked there. That sucks, huh? Mm-hmm. Jeez. I don't want to end on that bad note. Mm-mm, Ray, let's do else. voicemail number two, please. This is from last night. It's my daughter's birthday coming up this weekend, and I wanted to see if you could say a shout-out to her. She's going to be 13. Her name is Amaris. And I wanted to also ask, since Amy's daughter is also 13, I wanted to know what her thoughts were with her daughter dating and liking boys. Oh, I am so far away from that. I mean, probably not really, really far, but right now it's just not even on our radar, and I think that's because my daughter was in an orphanage for a lot of times isn't developed socially as most 13 year olds are. So there's definitely kids in her class that are dating. And she said for these two people, she's a third wheel. She knows like what certain things mean. And, but we haven't, she hasn't expressed any interest in anything. There's one boy she talks about a lot. So I was like, Hey, who's this guy? And I even try to initiate a little conversation about it. And she says, no mom, I want to be in love one day, but I am not right now. Nice. <laughs> so good luck, though, because I know a lot of 13-year-olds are already dating. That's why I'm never having a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a good, you can make that choice. And by dating, <laughs> I mean. Lucky you. Like, it's just about what you eat the day before. Oh, right, right. That's exactly right. I'm only eating eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably going to get a daughter. You're going to get a daughter just because you said that. Nope. 
nope, nope. I'm only eating eggplant and squash and bananas. cucumbers <laughs> and bananas. Uh-huh. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, my dog Stanley has an Instagram account. Mr. Dot. What? Wait, why'd you do that? Stanley Bones. Mr. Dot Stanley Bones, if you want to uh, follow. What do you mean? Well, because you said if you were going to get people to come to your page and look at your dog, you wanted them to come to your right. page. Right. Yeah, but he's not a puppy anymore. Oh. Oh, he's a man. And he can still be on mine, but right. I'm, a, I'm do soon I will be doing stuff okay. with him that is different for, for kids. For So he has his own account now. Good. Mr. Dot Stanley Bones. He's if, growing up. If you want to follow. Oh, he's grown. <laughs> um, Caitlin just sent me a video of she took him and walked him, and it said, because he walk, he, lo- he has so much energy, then he has none. There's no middle. He doesn't get tired and slowly. He just goes and then dies. And so they walk two miles, and he's just laying in the middle of the road. He won't even get out of he's the He's done. Yeah, he's just like, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Did she take the stroller? No, she walked him. Oh. Yeah. He's so heavy, he broke the stroller wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, here's the radio show, and we'll see you hopefully tomorrow. Bye, guys. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting. Across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Today... We send Lunchbox off to the uh, ghost house in Vasilla, Iowa. The Vasilla ghost house? Yeah. yeah. Is it a ghost house, murder house? What do you call it? I, I call know. it more of a murder house. Well, yeah. Well, there were eight people murdered in 1912. Mm. So he's going to go spend the night there tonight. How long's your drive today? Uh, like 10 and a half, 11 hours. You can follow on Facebook, and he will do Instagram lives. No, Facebook lives and Instagram lives, whatever, during his trip and when he gets to the house. On Facebook, we'll do him at the house, though. So you guys be sure to check that out. Mm, Amy, how are you? Doing good, yeah. How about you? Pretty good. Uh, Rebecca in North Carolina is on. She's looking for some advice from Amy. Rebecca, how are you? Hey, good. Well, congratulations, Bobby, on your recent engagement. I'm so happy for you. Thank you very much. And um, I um, I actually have a question for Amy real quick. If she could give any advice to our daughter, who is her name is Olani, and she is getting married this weekend in Raleigh, and she's getting married to an Air Force pilot. And I know that um, Amy has, you know, her husband was in the Air Force and a pilot and just thought I'd ask. Any advice for her, Amy? Yeah, I would say I don't know what his deployment schedule will look like or his even day-to-day schedule, but it is not his own. So you just have to be patient and understand that there's orders coming from above. Again, I don't know his rank, but sometimes I would find myself getting frustrated like, you just left for 60 days and now you're home and you have to go to the base and then you don't get home until 8 p.m. But there's just a lot going on. It can be a high-stress job and just anything you can do to try to not add to the stress because he has an important job, especially if he's overseas and he's flying people. That's the one thing my husband would say is that I always handle deployments really well because I'm pretty independent and I wasn't needy. Uh And some wives were really needy and would call and yell at their husbands, this and that. And then they would have to go fly a mission. And it was really stressful because it's already stressful enough. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying to set aside her feelings by any means, but have a gentle approach and just be patient and know that um, he's doing important work. That's really good advice. That's perfect. 
thank you. I know she's listening now because I let her know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, congratulations. We so Oh, thank you. Thanks uh, so much, Amy. Love you. Thank you for calling. Hope you have a good day. Okay, you right. too. Bye, Bye Rebecca. Guys. Let's do one more. Let's go to Mackenzie. Here's another question for Amy. Uh, Mackenzie is on. Hey, Mackenzie, how are you? Hey, pretty good. What's up? I was wondering if Amy has decided to let her um, girl have a TV in her room yet. Mm, the question that won't stop coming, <laughs> by the way. I know. I, Let's get a knew? TV for Amy's daughter. This would be such a thing. I, I have not decided. Well, I mean, so far the answer is no. So I haven't. But it's not no per- forever, forever. But it's not happening right now. We're going to focus on a phone first. And I think she would probably prefer that, too. Are you giving her one as opposed to the other? No. Nope. But the phone, I think, could be an important she's thing. She's 13. She has soccer practice. She's after school sometimes. She's home alone at times. I could see her needing a phone. We have other TVs in the house, and I would like for her to join us when she watches them. I think I'm going to your daughter's soccer game tonight. Yeah? I've been told I have to go. You don't? What? No, no, no. I've been asked to go. <laughs> Yeah, by Caitlin. Yeah, not okay. by Amy. Yeah. She was like, hey, I'm going to, to share a soccer game. Come with me. And that means, hey, you should come with me. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All I got was a text from Caitlin saying, Bobby's going to come. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's so nice. Yeah. I, I, I didn't to know come you before. were being No, told. I'm not. I'm, be- <laughs> I'm being funny. Um, Orange and blue. What? What? You want me to dress up no, like her No, stop it. Stop. What? It's not like a professional team. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Have jerseys. Oh, I thought we got. I thought we got I'm into games. I'm going to go eight crap if she gets in the game. <laughs> oh yeah, she'll gonna, get in. Yeah. Okay. We, which, what what you really go crazy at is if she actually touches the wall. Oh. <laughs> Are the kids back in school this week? Yes. Praise Jesus. Why? What happened? Nothing. It's just. It's just a lot. I know the teachers needed the break, so I really used that as my mantra of like, okay, yeah, teachers need this break. Teachers need this break. Teachers need this break. And now I'm like, parents need a break. <laughs> so fall break was you haven't entertained them well, more than normal? Yeah, well, it's fall break, but parents aren't on a week-long break. We're still working and do it, trying to manage our thing, but also make sure that they feel entertained and that they have attention and f- for whatever reason with my son right now, stuff is, I mean, I leave the room for what, mom, mom, where are you going? I'm just, I'm going to get, going to get a glass of water. Okay. Uh, and I'm gone two seconds. Mom, where have you been? I went to get water. That kind of thing. Did he fall off his Segway? Off his hoverboard. His hoverboard? Yeah. And it was so ironic too, because the morning it happened, he was talking, there was watching something on TV that was talking about something dangerous. And he's like, what, what is something that's dangerous? And I brought up, I said, well, I personally think your hoverboard is dangerous. I, that's why I don't get on it because I could fall over. And he goes, oh, it's not dangerous for me. I'm an expert. I mean, he, we had this conversation. And then later that day, something just happened and it stopped and it flew him off. And his elbows are really scraped up and both his knees. Lucky he had his helmet on. But now he wants knee pads and elbow pads. And rightfully so. It's pretty painful. Like all the skin is off. But he still wants to ride it. He still is, yeah, he's not going to stop writing it. He said that uh, it was a little scary, but also fun at the same time to be thrown off of it. But I think that's him in denial. Does your daughter want a trick-or-treat this year? She said she's not going to. She, I, We've ordered Stevenson costume, and he's ready. And then she came down, and I said, hey, we need to talk about what you want to be. And she said, oh, I'm not trick-or-treating this year. I'm too, no, I can't, I'm not doing that. 
And I thought at first, no, you need to because it's only her third Halloween here or yeah, third. And she said, no, I'd rather stay home and pass out candy. And I don't know if that means she won't dress up at all because I feel like that could still be fun for her. But she said she's too old to trick or treat. Eddie, your oldest trick or treating? Oh, yeah. I don't see him stopping anytime soon, too. He loves dressing up. He loves dressing up, and he loves going to every house and having the people go, ooh, that's cool. He looks for that kind of uh, affirmation every time he knocks on a door. He's 13, too. He's almost 13. He's 12. Oh, well, here's her thing. I think the candy part, she thinks it's cool, too, but she, I feel as though she'll volunteer to stay home and pass out all the candy, and then she'll be like, one for you, one for me, one for you, (laughs) one for me, one for, and she'll hide it somewhere. So that's probably her plan. Right now, Linda in California is on. Linda, what's going on? On. Good morning. Morning, studio. Morning. I, first of all, congratulations, Mike D and Bobby on both of your engagements. Thank you. And I had a question for Raymundo. Are you still going to do that song you did, um, a little snippet of it at your wedding? So, Ray, catch our listeners up to what that song was. So I just had the idea, maybe a gift I was going to give my fiance, maybe something we play on the radio. It's a, a song that tells kind of our story and that is going to be produced and put out right next to our wedding. And so you guys did record it? We did. Yeah! We went to a studio, man. Did it for real. Is it done? Yeah, it's good to go. Do you want to hear this, Linda, today? Yes. Okay, well, let's hear it together. Can, can Linda hear if we play the, the audio over the phone? I hope so. Okay, let's, is it, are we going to hear it from the beginning? Yeah, you can do whole songs, three minutes, or oh. do a hook. Okay. <laughs> what if we do the whole song, but I stop it throughout, so if listeners are just coming in, they're like, what is this? Okay. Yeah, let's go. Okay, here, this is, who's the artist? It is, it's Eric Dodd, Eddie's in it, and then I'm also in the gang vocals as well. Okay, so it's not you singing the whole song. I want it to be good. We tried to talk him into singing it, but he said, no, guys, I will ruin it if I sing it. Oh, okay. No. Well, let's hear it. All right, here you go. I knew we had a very tender beginning. I told my buddy, Billy, man, are you kidding? Between that long blonde hair and sweetheart smile, we started hanging out. And after a while, I kind of got used to seeing your face. Even barge keys to do laundry at your place. There were concert nights and encore days. I wrote the song because I love you. Wipe them tears away. Look at you shining underneath the Nashville sunset. And here I am dreaming about all the years we ain't lived yet. So let's celebrate this special day Like you taught me to love a birthday Live our lives away That's really good. So That's good. good right? I have goosebumps. Yeah! Me too. Let's keep it. I just only was going to yell that so listeners know this is Ray's song that he helped write for his wife when they get married this weekend. Got a place downtown, Paradise Park. News came in and life got hard. Stage three diagnosis, your hair's all gone. We shed a few tears, but not for long. Cause you were so savage like Megan the Stallion. You never lost hope, we never lost passion. And I was riding shoddy on your bandwagon. Crazy as it is, all this is happening. Look at you shining underneath the Nashville sunset. Here I am dreaming about all the years we ain't lived yet. 
So let's celebrate this special day Like you taught me to love a birthday And live our lives away That's fantastic. So good. It's not even dopey. I thought it'd be a little dopey. (laughs) Like all the White Claw songs? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, so is this not the song that they dance to? I think that's the one we're going to go with. Yeah. For sure. Are you going to get to play live? Uh, I could. Well, that means that all of us have to sing it live. Cause, yeah. Because it was meant for us to be the, the background vocals on that on that chorus part. Look well, at you, Sean. You know what I'm saying? That's really good. I know. Thank like, you. I d- the verse when she got cancer, that totally got me. And then I was emotional the rest of the song. Like, that's Thank super you. special. Wait, she heard it? Yeah, she's heard it. Okay. I forget. I mean, and I know she listens to the show, but I'm like, if I was her and I was hearing that for the first time on our wedding night, like, I would be bawling, crying. And that's what you two are going <laughs> to, Amy's crying right now. That's what you two are going to be dancing to first song. We thought that'd be the best idea unless we get something last second. We canceled Taylor Lover and we're trying to find something <laughs> oh, else and this almost fit. Yeah, well, that, this is way better than Lover. You should do this. Is this song available to be streamed yet? It's a problem. I mean, we're trying to do that. How did, what's well, the, Eric Dodd had a la- he had a label, and we were able to do it through them, so now it's a little bit more difficult. But, I mean, right now I have it on uh, Dropbox, and I just kind of put it on Instagram, <laughs> stuff like that. He did, li- he did link the Dropbox out. It's pretty funny. He did? <laughs> yes. So everyone that clicked on it had to download it. Yeah. <laughs> Old school, so man. It's good, though. Napster style. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah, I wish you, I could have got that put up. You just need a couple weeks out. Yeah. Not week of. That's special, though. We'll put it up on the website. Can we load it up there? Do you cool. care? It's yeah, already up sure. there. Oh, it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Yeah! Would you, the thing is, to get them to play live, though, like you need that setup. You need a PA setup. I don't think that's going to happen. No microphone? Uh, it's, it's a venue that right now it isn't a restaurant. It isn't a bar. So I don't really know what plugins or anything they have. Mm-hmm. I know they got alcohol and a dance floor, and that's really all we need, right? Mm-hmm. What about the reception? Is there a band well, there that, already? That's what I'm saying. The, there's a DJ. DJ. Oh, DJ. I mean, it's COVID. We're not trying to have a live seven-person band, dude. My bad. All okay. right, yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I you just... Had Danny Shea or something. Okay, well, I love it. I love it. If you forgot to get him to play it live, it's probably even more special, but it's really special anyway. All right. Fantastic. Uh, isn't that... Hey, did you hear that song, Linda? That was amazing. I'm not going to lie. I am dancing in my daughter's bedroom, picking out her clothes right now. <laughs> look, look at that. Yeah. What is it? How's yeah, that? look at her shining underneath the Nashville sunset. Sunset. Okay, yeah, so. you got it. <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Dang, that's the good. jam, man. All right, well, nice job. Uh, Linda, thank you for, wow. thank you that, for the call. Is that, can that thank be you. on the, on the way? I don't know, radio? 
It just was. That's what we do here. Yeah. Oh, I know. It was just on, mean, like, on the radio. Pretty cool. Song. All over the country. Like, I've heard number one <laughs> In songs cars. that aren't even as good as that. Yeah, most. Okay, Amy, <laughs> stop it. Bobby Bonchamp. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Garth Brooks shared that his long-awaited album, Fun, will be released on November 20th. The album includes Dive Bar, his duet with Blake Shelton, and his cover of Shallow with Trisha Yearwood. Dirk Bentley is possibly teasing fans with new music. He posted a teaser video on his Instagram page with some background music and a date of October 22nd. The iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One is happening this Friday. The virtual show will feature performances from Dirk Bentley, Sam Hunt, Kelsey Ballerini, and many more. Bobby Bones will be hosting it, and you can watch it on LiveByLive.com Friday night at 8, 7 central. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Fernando Garcia is a mailman, right? He's walking on his, his route. When he hears a scream in a neighborhood, he follows the scream. He's like, what is it? And it's a, he's a guy who's using a chainsaw who cut his arm. Like, it's wow. bad. It's it's a bad, bad injury. So Fernando looks at him. He's like, do we need to do something about that? He takes his belt off, and he makes a tourniquet. He calls 911. They get help. And they're like, man, th- without this tourniquet, we could have really lost this guy. And he's like, I saw it in a movie. Wow. <laughs> so he saw it in a movie, saved the man's life. And uh, not only that, Fernando, he went, got a new shirt, a new belt, and carried on and delivered mail for the rest of the day. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. And the guy that cut his arm, he's starting to get movement back in his hand. So it looks like it's getting better for man, him, too. That's a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from St. Petersburg, Florida. Police were called when a woman refused to leave a gas station. They show up and they're like, look, ma'am, we just want you to leave. We need your name. And all you got to do is leave the property. She goes, I'm not going to leave. And my name is my butt just farted. Nice. They're like, no, no, ma'am. Like, we don't want to charge you anything. We just want you to go on your way. What's your name? My butt just farted. Nice. So they arrested her and charged her with (laughs) trespassing and giving a false name. But what if they got her ID and it was my butt? <laughs> then you have to just say, farted. I apologize. Just farted. Man. So that wasn't her name, though? You're that sure? That wasn't her name because her name was tattooed on her back. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> nice. Wow. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, what happened to you? So I'm at a restaurant, right? And I have four kids. And it's just been something. We have a baby. And it's been th- a thing where if we want to have fun and enjoy our meal... We give the baby the phone. Like, we we didn't do this with any of our other kids, but four kids at a table is really hard. So we've decided to give them a phone. So we're at a restaurant, and we give the baby a phone, and there's a a, a couple with, a, I guess, like maybe a one-year-old uh, sitting behind us. And I hear the woman go, I just hate it when other parents give the kids the phone at a restaurant. Like, it's so just... Put some effort into it. And I was like, and it's one of those things where I know she's behind me and I can hear. And I told my wife, can you hear them talking right now? She's like, no. So I tell my wife and I'm just so upset. And I look behind. Yeah, she has one kid. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, just wait till you have more than one kid, like four kids. And you want to have fun at a restaurant. You're going to give them the phone. I got so upset. But did you say anything? No, of course not. No, oh. what am I going to tell her? Excuse me and start a big ruckus in the restaurant? I don't know. Depending on my mood these days, I would maybe <laughs> would have. I would have turned around and been like, do you, do you you really have something to say about me giving my oh, child a phone dang. so the rest of us can eat in peace? 
and then take the phone away from your kid and then let them start crying and screaming and ruin their dinner. Ooh. Ooh. That would have been the move. That's not a bad idea. Yes, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, but I was really upset. Like, I really was. I can't believe she said it loud enough where you could hear her. I, mean, I think it's one of those things well, where- Well, Eddie has good hearing. I do have good hearing. Yeah. And we took that test. I passed yeah. it. Hey, but, but I think it's one of those things where like people talk and you don't think that other people can hear you because mm-hmm. you think you're like not that loud and the restaurant's kind of loud. But no, I heard her loud and clear. Kaylin says, I don't whisper well. I just lower my head when I say the same <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably so true. So apparently I'm like, hey, did you see that? But if I want to whisper, be like, hey, did you see that? And just <laughs> drop volume. my head down about six inches. Amy, do you get parent shamed much anymore online? I haven't seen it lately, but probably just I haven't posted something about it. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there. I mean, people just always have something to say. And it's like, mind your own business. Yeah, you never know what someone else is going through. And that phone might be a really desperate moment mm. and a saving grace. So back off. It sure is. What does your baby like to do on the phone? Watch YouTube kids. Yeah. He's What's wrong with that? One. He's one, and man, he can navigate that phone better than really? I can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's something in the design, but he knows how to swipe up. He knows how to click back. He knows how to go forward. Lunchbox doesn't even have that. Exactly. All down. No, I don't know how to use a phone very well. I'm terrible at the phone. <laughs> you ever lost your car in a parking lot? To improve your car, your key fabs, you know, when you push it, beep, um, reception, if you hold it under your chin and press the button that beeps the horn, the shape of your skull intensifies the signal. When, uh, why, would, why would you even want to risk that? Like, you're using your skull to improve. And if you open your mouth, it goes even further. No. <laughs> yes. This is a joke. I have heard this before, yeah, but are you sure Ricky it's not some that. weird joke to make you look silly in a parking Who's lot. Who's going to see you? You're mostly by yourself. Mm. It's like putting a phone into a, a, a cup. cup. Yes, that works. Same thing, basically. Interesting, huh? Man, yeah. using some signal that you can't see going through your skull and Signals your mouth. Signals are going through our skull. Use your cell phone. Cell phone. Nah, speaker yeah. only. Speaker Microwaves. Only. Stop it. Lunchbox, you voted? Voted. How was it? Man, let me tell you, it felt like a proud American moment. I walked in there. I waited in line for seven minutes. That's it, I, huh? That was it. It was so perfect. I went, I stood in line, and they come up and they ask you a few questions, and they give you a little pin. This is the pin I got from the voting place. Yes, you get to keep it so no one else touches your pin. You have a plastic <laughs> straw where you touch the little kiosk, and voila, I was out of there 12 minutes. It was great, and then I put the sticker on my mask. You know, usually you put it on your shirt, but I put, I voted on my mask, and I felt like a great American hero. Mike D, you voted for the first time ever in your life. Wow! Yeah, first time ever I voted. Come on. Yeah! Wow. Okay. It felt really good. Why, yeah. why have you not voted before? Yeah. I think I was just apathetic about the whole process, and then I realized, man, I've voted in American Idol and danced <laughs> with the stars for the last couple of years and haven't voted in the presidential election. I think it's time. I got a question. Did they recognize you at the voting place as a no. first-time voter? Because when I was voting, they would say, oh, first-time voter, and they would cheer for people. And so like seven people while I was there got the cheer. Did you want the cheer lunchbox? Well, I wanted to, but they could. I guess they could see my voting record, and they yeah. knew I voted before. Oh, did they cheer for you, Mike? No, I didn't get a cheer. Oh, dang. Raymundo, you voted? Yep. Uh, my wait was a little bit longer than Lunchbox's. I was, uh, it was a good thing it was a Friday. I was pushing about two hours. Wow. Yeah, it was outside. It was a beautiful fall day. That's the only reason I did it, because I had nothing in my life going on. That's the, I mean, I would not have waited in that kind of line. So you waited two hours. Anything happened in line that was interesting? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, a lot going on in two hours. If you really think about it, all the different conversations and stuff. Well, there was this dude behind me, 
And this lady came up behind him. They got to talking. He was uh, voting for Biden. Lady was voting for Trump. And they made an agreement. They said, hey, I'm not waiting in this line another hour. If we just cancel each other's vote, what if we both just get out of line? Do you agree to do that? They shook hands. I mean, whatever handshake they did in COVID times, and they just both left. Neither, wow. neither one wow. voted. Me and my fiance were just like, what this, just happened? This is kind of logical, huh? Well, there are other things you can vote on, too. But that's pretty funny. They both just probably wanted to feel good about leaving the line. That's funny. And they did. Then Ray saw one of them come back around. Of course. Yeah. They could just go back to the next day to another location like lunchboxes that's 12 minutes. That's the deciding vote right there. Oh, man. (laughs) There's also a surprise person on the ballot. I don't know if you guys knew this. Kanye? Yeah, Kanye. We all knew that. Spoiler. What do you mean a surprise? Have you watched the news? In some states. I mean, I thought that was a joke, kind of. I kept seeing reports that he wasn't doing it he's doing it and i mean he pulled up on my little ballot there in a lot of states he was cleared jesus made the ballot (laughs) all right you guys be sure to get your butts out there and vote i was surprised that the line was so short for yours lunchbox oh man if you need the location i got it my wife went uh, a couple hours after me she only waited six minutes what's the deal with early voting what's that process like you get there and then what happens I mean, same as any voting. There's certain locations that you don't have to go to the one that's in your neighborhood, and they just take your ID, and they say, okay, you're in this county. Cool. Here you go. Boom. And you go to the box. It was that easy. Nice. So easy. Go do it. Vote, America. Your voice matters. That's right. Vote, vote, vote. Amen. Woo! Thanks, man. He's got a little extra energy. I think he's nervous because he's going to the death house. Can we go to the Star Spangled Banner? Oh! Proud to be an American! That's not the Star Spangled Banner. He goes, can we play the Star Spangled Banner? I'm proud to be an American. Well, I I didn't know which one you wanted to go with. Let's go over and hear from Nicolette. Good morning, studio. I'm calling in, hoping I can get... A shout out from Raymundo. It is my husband and I's one year anniversary and he just thinks it's so funny that I talk about Raymundo's Black of the Week. So Raymundo, if you could tell Benny Books, happy anniversary. Um, that would be awesome. I love you guys. Love your show. Thanks for all the positivity and everything you do. Have a good one. Yeah, Benny Books. Happy anniversary, baby. And my lock of the week. I guarantee you that I'm going to get married this weekend, baby. Oh, yeah. oh well, now I'm worried. Now I'm worried. Uh, yeah. Because I was for sure the wedding was going down, but I've lost so many locks of the week with Raymundo that I'm not quite sure. Mm. I did send Ray a note. I said, hey, because I day of the wedding, you should all go do something together, Ray and all of his groomsmen. And so we were going to play basketball, but there were no showers where we were playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, why don't we all as a group go to Top Golf?" Fun. Because I know the folks there. We can get us a private little area. And I said, hey, all five of us can go play, have a good time. And then Ray said, well, picture's at 130. He didn't think we're going to be able to do it. So no? I guess it's, so no. it's out. But I did try. For the record, I did try to get us together. You it's one of those the, things. Can't put the pictures back to like three? kidding me? They want to do the pictures at 9 a.m. Dude, the wedding planner is all over me, and I just think it'll be a crunch. If what we time's try- the wedding? At four, but pictures start rocking and rolling. Oh, the, the wedding's at four? They want you guys there at one, but I'm like, I'll push it. I mean, I'm trying to work for you guys to get closer to four. The wedding is at four? Yes, but you haven't seen the grid. Dude, it's an Excel spreadsheet. Wait, so... Dude, what are we going to do for that one? So you're seeing her for the pictures? Or are these pictures with, like, groomsmen? Yeah, it's split up. Bridesmaids, okay. groomsmen. So, yeah, hold you're... on, hold on. We, the wedding's at four? <laughs> is it four or 4.30? At four. Oh, it's four, okay. Huh. What time does the reception start? Uh, the reception is post-wedding. Just immediately? Yeah, right after, 5.15. Oh, 
okay. Uh, that's a, it's going to be an hour-long ceremony? <laughs> uh, 45 minutes, and then transportation to where the venue is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. I just... <laughs> I figured a Saturday wedding would be like seven, yeah. six or seven, Thoroughly. or noon. Hey, good for you. All right. Um, here is <laughs> voicemail number two. Here you go. Morning, show. I just wanted to call and say congratulations to Raymundo, Mike D, and Bobby on all of your guys' upcoming nuptials. Also, I wanted to give you guys a piece of advice that was given to me six years ago when I got married. Don't fart under the covers. What, what do you think about that, Raymundo? Do you fart under the covers? Uh, no, that'd be very rude. Um, I used to share a bed with my brother and there was always a rule, like no farting. It's going to mess the other person's sleep up and weird us out. So just don't do it. So yeah, I've lived by that law all the time. Do you fart in front of her? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, that's not my thing anyway. I don't think I would be embarrassed of it, but I just don't really do it. You will. But no, I don't, I don't think Eddie, you will. But I don't do it in front of Amy. I I'm just saying it's a general thing. I, yeah. I, I held it for years. But I'm not holding it. Okay. I'm not holding it because okay. I'm embarrassed of the love. <laughs> just saying. After a few years, you just don't care about it. But even much. me and you, we've been together for how long, Eddie? A long time. Do I see I each other get, naked? What else? I don't even fart in front of you, really. Ah, uh, yes, you do. Very rare. It's rare, we're, but if you we're do. outside and it's. But I, this is not my thing. My point is, I'm not not doing it. Eddie, okay. and maybe that's part. Not that it's a problem, but people, we sh- even you mm. should still care. Even a few years in, there's things you should still care about. You said you know, just pretty much don't care about anything. Nah, after things years. just go hand to go out the window at oh. this point. Let's keep the romance alive. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's a rapper named Nuke Bizzle. He's from California, and in two different songs, he bragged about defrauding the unemployment assistance benefits. And he so, was actually doing it. Yeah. He stole more than $1.2 million in benefits using fake names and identities. Okay, let's say you pull that off. Why do you want to brag about it in a song? Yeah, well, here's a clip of the song. I ain't got rich, I'm an EDD. I ain't hear no more liquor than EDD. And I just woke up to 300 G. Go sit the K off of SBA. Yeah, and he wasn't lying. I think one day he woke up to 300 G. (laughs) If convicted of all the charges, he's going to face a statutory maximum of... 22 years in federal prison. What a dummy. Yeah. All for a lyric. What a dummy. Yeah, what else? So Chipotle, they normally give out free food at Halloween if you show up in a costume, but they're doing things different this year because of coronavirus. So now you can get free food by following them on social media. Boom. Once you follow them, you get a special code, you text it in, and then you get a buy one get one free coupon thing and the contest starts on the 29th so that's the easy way to get free food wow. from right. Chipotle what else shout out to Florida Georgia Line because they are the 2020 recipients of the Randy Owen Angels Among Us Award in recognition of their long standing support of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital pretty cool yeah congratulations to those guys uh, by the way our iHeart Country Festival is Friday October 23rd so this Friday night and it is virtual I'm hosting it Dirks, Lady A, Sam Hunt, Kane Brown, John Party, Kelsey Ballerini. So be sure to check it out. Live by live. The actual site is livexlive.com. It's going to be fantastic, and I hope you guys are able to, on Friday night, be able to see what's going on with it. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So the Coast Guard in the Florida Keys is honoring an 11-year-old boy for helping rescue his grandparents at sea. Wow. Uh, They were enjoying the day off. Again, he's only 11. The grandparents got separated from their boat. Then the wife had to, like, jump in the water to help her husband. And the 11-year-old's like, what is happening? But the Coast Guard said he did exactly what he should do. He kept calm. He kept collected. Then he used a cell phone on board to call 911 and stayed on with them for an hour while the Coast Guard crew and sheriff's deputies tried to determine their location. Because, again, they were out at sea. Wow. So, super cool. They were able to rescue them, and they gave him a gold coin in honor of his heroic actions. Dang, hopefully kids are nice to him. Like, girls like him, too. Mm -hmm. Like, there any 11-year-old girls listen to this around (laughs) this kid? Hey, he's the kind of guy you want to be with. (laughs) All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you're ever listening to the show and you want to call us and you can't, but then you want to call us and it's later in the day or at night, we have a voicemail number. It's the same as our normal number, 877-77-BOBBY. This is a voicemail we got last night. I was listening to the podcast through a couple of days ago, and it was about Stevenson talking about the name Gwen and their song. Um, I just want to say that my mom wrote fake mailed letters to Tim McGraw from my little sister for at least three years and lied to her and said that she actually mailed them. And so my sister thought that there was going to be a reply back and that never happened. So for her 18th birthday, she just gave him all the letters back. But I just wanted to let Amy know she's not alone. Yeah, Amy did a video on Instagram story for her son, Stevenson, saying that Blake and Gwen were going to see him. Well, I tagged them. Yeah. So obviously if I tagged them, they saw it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of listeners have reached out saying they're parents or they also do similar things. So I'm very normal. I don't don't know that that's the case, but I think that it's a little more common than we thought. Okay. Right? Yes. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. Why don't mummies have friends? Why don't mummies have friends? Uh, Because they're just too wrapped up in themselves. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. If I said the name Jonathan Lipnicki, what does that mean to you? Oh, the kid from... uh, uh, the kid from uh, your head, human head weighs yeah. 10 pounds, Jerry Maguire. That's right. Yeah. So he's an adult now. Mike D interviewed him on Mike D's movie podcast. Really? Yeah. And so, Mike, did he give you any rules about talking about Tom Cruise or no? No, no rules. Just you could have at it? Ask him anything. Here he is. This is Jonathan Lipnicki talking about what he remembers from working with Tom Cruise on Jerry Maguire. He's a great guy, and I'm really lucky that my first project was with him. He's the ultimate professional. He taught me what professionalism is, and a lot of it lives through the stories my family tells. And, you know, my mom was around a lot for, you know, most of my filming, it was my mom. He also talks about the first time he got recognized when he was five years old and how it was weird. When I first got recognized, I was like, I didn't really quite understand it. I I don't think you can ever understand it, no matter if you're a kid or an adult, because you're the person living it. So you don't really like understand what it means to other people. You know, it's really, it's really an interesting thing, especially at a young age. He was only five when they did that movie? Wow. Wow. What? Well, check out Movie Mike's movie podcast. He had on Jonathan Lipnicki, the kid in Jerry Maguire and Stuart Little too. That's, we were talking about yesterday, the kid in Home Improvement, where it's, do you want to be a kid who has a brief little blip, and then forever you're just known as that, or would you rather not make it? Now, Mike, with his story, is he still acting now? What's John Nikki doing? Well, he went back to school like after he was a child actor, and then now he's doing movies again. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Is he making it? Uh, 
Sort of. He's on a couple. You can hear on <laughs> Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. <laughs> they have this humongous pumpkin contest every year. This guy took a pumpkin that weighed 200, 350 pounds, and he won the competition. His 35-hour drive from Minnesota to Half Moon Bay, California's World Championship Pumpkin Way Off, <laughs> won him $6,000 in prize money. 2,350 pounds. He said that the hardest part was taking it. Transporting it. Driving yeah. it from Minnesota to California. Quote, we went to the extreme. We wrapped it in wet blankets. Tarp over that. Air tarp over that. We actually put it in dirt. Then buckets of water. Every gas station we stopped, we watered it down. He's been growing pumpkins for about 27 years. $16,000 richer. But in a pumpkin, look, look how big this pumpkin is. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's it's like a small mountain. Mm-hmm. You have it on your little phone and we can see it from over here. It's massive. <laughs> so I saw that. And the other story I was going to bring up to you guys is they think an asteroid is going to hit the planet the day before the election. We've heard this. No. Okay. That was always it, it might, the odds. So Neil deGrasse Tyson says that the asteroid with a diameter the size of a refrigerator actually will probably strike Earth the day before the November election. But it's not large enough to do any serious damage. Got it. The famed astrophysicist said the space rock known as 2018 VP1 is hurling toward Earth at a speed of 25,000 miles per hour and probably will clip the planet on November 2nd. But the part that is the scariest to me is they say it's not going to do any mass damage, but we're not going to tell you where it's going to hit. Yeah, they just say it's going to clip Earth. Yeah, they're like, but but, but, but we're not going to let you know where it's going to clip it. So now we all got to keep one eye open. <laughs> Watch out for this asteroid. Every day leading up, we got to keep one eye open for it. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting too, but at least it's not one of those big ones. Yeah, like the ones that can kill us all. <laughs> you know, like the one that would completely annihilate Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, we did finish Away on Netflix. What'd you think? This is good. Yeah. I'm not dying for season two. If it comes on, I'll probably watch it. This is good. I wouldn't recommend to our listeners they watch it. Oh, really? It's okay. Okay. It's. I'd give it a. You're about to say C. Wow. No, okay, I would minus. give it three out of five space helmets. I think that's three out of five is where it's at for me. We're gonna start Succession though next. Oh, that oh. is five out of five. Okay. Well, well, don't build it up because you can't meet the expectation. It's all right. Yeah. Thank oh, yeah. you. It's only all right. Sorry. <laughs> What's your actual laugh out loud movie? The uh, movie that makes you, fr- not just funny, but you go, ha, 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 outwardly. Your most LOL movie. I have Dumb and Dumber as mine. Good one. Because I, it's, it makes me physically laugh. Not my favorite, but it's so dumb. And so, and the other one I put as honorable mention is the pop star. That <laughs> what is that? that Andy Samberg movie oh. where it's basically a parody of Justin Bieber documentary. I haven't seen it. I think because I'm also in music. That it was way funny to me. I think those are the two movies I would put. You? Anchorman. Yeah, Anchorman's really <laughs> funny. So good. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. a great one. Lunchbox? It's easy. The new one's coming out soon. Borat. You watch <laughs> that movie, you cannot help but laugh out loud, literally just whoo. With Borat, not only laughing, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Can't <laughs> believe that's happening. Yeah. And I saw on top of the Amazon, my Amazon Prime, it says Borat coming soon. 
Oh, it's this Friday? Yes. <laughs> He's excited. Yes. Eddie? Oh, mine is Naked Gun. All of them. Naked Gun 1, Naked Gun 2 and a half, 33 and a third. All of them. And they're on Netflix now. I think it's Netflix. They're all on there, and I can watch them again with my kids. I started watching the first one last week. I love it, dude. I laugh so much when I watch that crap. I know how you act like you're only a little older than us in the room. I mean, you, huh? like you say stuff like that. You yeah. ancient. Eddie's like the new Blazing Saddles. <laughs> no, Naked Gun. That was like when I was in elementary school. Yeah. Funny. Maybe even middle school. I'm not saying it's not funny. Because Dumb and Dumber's older, right? Like, yeah. Where, where would Naked Gun would have been on your list? I don't think it ever came into what? my list. Like not even top 100? I don't think I would have remembered it. <laughs> I'm not hating on it at all. Not at all. I just didn't. I just didn't remember it. Okay, you're just a little older. Yeah, just a little older. Morgan, what about you? You're 27 now. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine um, is Deadpool, the new one. What? It makes you laugh out loud. What? <laughs> no, Deadpool's funny. <laughs> no, it was. In both of them, honestly, I laughed pretty hard, but particularly the second one. He gets little, like when he gets the little body parts. I just, I can't control my laughter, and I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard. I don't think I got through Deadpool two. I think I was on an airplane, not because it wasn't good. Yeah. But Deadpool was hilarious when it came out because you have like a superhero, superhero, but it's also crude. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Ra- Raymundo, audio producer. For sure, Wedding Crashers. Vince Vaughn, I mean, some of the lines, I don't know how they memorize them, but they're so quick, and it is laugh out loud. Yeah, it's funny, too. Those are good ones. Except for Naked Gun, you could probably get them all. <laughs> all three of them. Naked Gun, Naked Gun 2 and a half, 33 and a third, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, Hilarious. Yeah. Will you loan us a VHS? So Stop you, it. Get, yeah. It's on Netflix now. Uh-huh. They converted them to digital. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bray, we should play your wedding song again. Yeah. Don't you think so, Amy? I want to, yes. That'd be By awesome. the way, it's not up anywhere. You can just get it for free on our website. But kind of tell our listeners what the, what the song's about and, and the, its story. Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to do something really special for my fiance. I knew the wedding was coming up, and songs take a little while to end up getting produced and stuff. Ended up happening. I got it done in time. It's about our journey of dating through her cancer battle, and then... Boom. That big day coming up. It's so good. This is going to be their first dance song at their wedding. Yes. Now, Eric Dodd is singing it. You wrote it with him. Yeah. And you're you're doing some of the group vocals in the chorus. You can hear me if you listen really closely. What about Eddie? Is he in it too? Yes. Eddie was great at harmonizing with Dodd. I mean, they sounded beautiful together. Yeah, I do the harmonies on that thing. You can't stream this song on one of the big services yet because they didn't put it up. However... <laughs> You can go get it at bobbybones.com and just download the song. What's it called? It is called The Wedding Song. Oh, that's original. We should probably not call it that. Uh, the Wedding Song for Bay. Okay, like Bay. Ray's Song the, for... Ray's Song for Bay. Wait, that's, Ray's, that's long, guys. Ray and Bay's Song. But uh, if you type in The Wedding Song when it is up on a service, <laughs> you're going to get 97 songs. That's true. Ray and Bay's Wedding Song. Ray's Love Song. Yeah! Okay, there you go. Ray and Bay's wedding song. Ray and Bay's wedding song. Here it is, Ray. Set it up. <laughs> uh, this is Ray and Bay's wedding song. Enjoy it here on the Bobby Bone oh. Show. <laughs> nice. Here, let's go. Let's hear it. I know we had a very tender beginning. I told my buddy Billy, man, are you kidding? Between that long blonde hair and sweetheart smile, we started hanging out. And after a while, I kind of got used to seeing your face Even barge your keys to do laundry at your place There were concert nights and encore days I wrote the song cause I love you, wipe them tears away Look at you shining underneath the Nashville sunset And here I am dreaming about all the years we ain't lived 
year. So let's celebrate this special day like you taught me to love a birthday. Live our lives away. Got a place downtown, Paradise Park. The news came in and life got hard. Stage three diagnosis, your hair's all gone. We shed a few tears, but not for long. Cause you were so savage like Megan the Stallion. You never lost hope, we never lost passion. And I was riding shoddy on your bandwagon. Crazy as it is, all this is happening. Look at you shining underneath the Nashville sunset. And here I am dreaming about all the years we ain't lived yet. So let's celebrate this special day like you taught me to love a birthday and live our lives away. Well, it's about that time for Lunchbox to get in his car and start driving to Iowa. He's going to be spending the night at the Vasilla Murder House, where back in 1912, eight people were bludgeoned to death. What's the bed situation there? Uh, no, I'm going to be sleeping. They have beds, but I'm not going to be sleeping in beds that people got killed in. I don't think it's the same bed. That's so old. There can't be the same bed. Well, I mean... Either way, I'm taking sleeping bags because I'm not sleeping in those beds. I don't want to be in the rooms where they were killed. I'll just sleep in the living room. I had a listener reach out to me on Twitter said they slept in the attic. Not sure why you'd sleep in the attic. That's a little weird to me, but I'll be sleeping in a sleeping bag. You'll be able to follow along. <laughs> He'll be doing Facebook Lives. <sighs> just check out Bobby Bone Show on Facebook. So since he's going to the murder house, I thought we could assign some tasks for him to do. Oh, good. That way he's just not in there going... Dup, 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 dup. We have things that you need to accomplish, and I have seven things. I'll give S- seven, and I'll give you this sheet to take with you. Number one, when you get in, because I want you to be recording this when you do these tasks. Introduce yourself to the spirits, let them know you mean no harm, and ask their permission to take pictures. Okay, easy, right? Yeah, that's number one. No problem. But I want you to. I'm lunchbox. Can I take your photo? Yeah, I cool. mean, you think you'll be able to see him in the photo? Ask out loud, are there any spirits with me right now? Nice. And see if you hear anything. <sighs> when you're going to take a photo, invite the spirits to take a photo with you. So stand up and be like, guys, come in. <laughs> and then have your cousin wait a few seconds and take a photo with you and the spirits. Okay. And thank them when the photo's over. Oh, of course. Yeah. Respectful. Ugh. When you go in, say a prayer. 
Uh, find a mirror at some point <gasps> and say Candyman three oh, times. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Now we're playing games. No, no, no. no that's we're not playing a game. game. I wouldn't do that yeah, one. But, don't, but he, this is his task. You say Candyman, <laughs> Candyman, Candyman three times in a mirror. Okay? And then run. Tell a ghost joke <laughs> and see if anyone laughs. Oh, I need to find a ghost joke. I'm glad you asked. For example, oh, why do ghosts hate the rain? Why do ghosts hate the rain? It dampens their spirits. Oh my gosh! What do they start oh. laughing? What if after it's he like, says that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. It's over. And finally, sing the Ghostbusters theme song. Nice. But when you're singing it, you want to see if anyone responds. So don't have your cousin do it. But you go, "Who are you gonna call?" And then wait for. Right, and see if they do Ghostbusters back. So, I, okay. In your neighborhood. I need to get those words. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. And if you hear them, then you know. He needs uh. to get the words done. All it is is who are you going to call? That's, That's it. it? No, no and there's something strange. You can do just, just from there. There's something strange in, in your neighborhood. neighborhood. Who are you going to call? call? And be quiet. Let's see if that happens. Yeah. Oh, man. You think they know that movie? <laughs> They've been okay, around since they've been for a while. Yeah, they're probably seen it all. What else do they have to do? They hunt and watch movies. Uh, <laughs> my right. palms are sweating. Off he goes. Are you ready? I mean, as ready as I'm ever going to be. You filled up with gas? Filled up with gas. Got I Got snacks? I got snacks. I mean, you guys look at me right now. This could be the last time you guys see me. The next time you see me, I could be a different person, oh, haunted by spirits. Remember, you saw a guy that stabbed himself after he went in the house. Yes, no, in the house. Like in the middle of the night, he ended up stabbing himself because the ghost took over his body. All right, one final thing to say to Lunchbox. Amy, what do you want to say? Good luck. Okay, Eddie. <laughs> Vaya con Dios. Yep, Raymundo. Yeah, the clothes you wear, I'm telling you, burn them, dude, after you leave that house. Don't bring them back to Nashville. Morgan. I'm telling you to bring some sage with you so that way when you leave the house, you clear it all and then you can go. For me, I want you to prove this wrong. I'm rooting for you for a change. I want you to go and leave that place going, there's nothing here except for people's ideas of what they had before they went in. So since they were already (sighs) subject to knowing the history, they felt they were able to relive it. I want you to prove that wrong. Good luck, my friend. I'm stressed out. There he goes. Clap for him yeah. as he leaves the room. There he goes. Oh, I got, I got him a, lam- a lantern to take with him as well. Yes. Was it yours? Yes. Oh, here you no, go. No, no. The- it's an oil lantern. Oh, it is? Yeah, like old school. That looks good. I think the ghost would like this. In case they cut out the power. Correct. I don't have anything to put in that. I don't have any oil or I don't have... You can get oil at any See grocery store. Like, yeah, yeah. No. Any ghost store has oil. Of course. Eddie told me he was going to bring me a f- good, solid flashlight and he brings me this Wait, crap. Wait, that's, that's what you gave that's him? That's the lantern. And he has to stop at the store and get <laughs> fuel for it? Yes. Yeah, like, get out of here. Alright, time oh. for Lunchbox to go. There he goes. Alright, Lunchbox. See you later, my friend. Wow, okay. We'll hear from him tomorrow on the show around this time, but you can watch him on Facebook. Search for our page, Bobby Bone Show. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. With everything going on in the world, we're happy to bring you stories about communities coming together to support each other. That's exactly what happened in Byron, Minnesota, when people pitched in to build a ramp and a deck for a disabled Vietnam War veteran. Bob McReynolds isn't able to navigate the stairs on his home, and now he doesn't have to, thanks to two nonprofits and a crew of volunteers. 
Family Service Rochester, and Two Rivers Habitat for Humanity organized the event. Meals on Wheels provided a grant for the project, and Home Depot Foundation kicked in for the funding. They even added a new flagpole for the 67-year-old after his was vandalized recently. They are so appreciative, and the guy was talking on the news. He was like, I can't believe that all these people would come together for me. But when you think about what he did, he fought for our country. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Love that story. Wanted to share it with you guys. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Our iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One, is Friday. You can watch it from wherever you are. Your phone, your home. Dirk Spentley, Lady A, Sam Hunt, Kane Brown, John Party, so many more. Friday, October 23rd, streaming live, 7 p.m. Central on Live by Live, which is livexlive.com. And I'll be hosting it, but who cares about that? Just tune in to watch the great music. Let's go over to Chris in Minnesota, who is on the phone right now. Chris, what's going on, bud? Uh, not much. How are you guys? We're doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Uh, I just want, I like, I just wanted to say and give a call in and say I, I found it really cool about the story you guys shared about uh, tell me something good about the veteran over in Byron because like I live like eight miles from Byron, so. I just find it kind of cool that you guys would tell me something good with something, like, local to my area for once. And, like, I listen to you guys every morning, like, on the way home from work, and you're telling me something good always brightens my day. I appreciate that. That's our goal. 55 after every hour, we're trying to – and it's not a 10-minute segment. Sometimes it turns into a big segment, like a long one, but sometimes it's a minute. But we just try to give you that little sucker punch with something positive because you're always getting sucker punch with the opposite. And we're not on a high horse either. We don't claim to be anything we're not. But it's just good sometimes to go, you know what? At 55 after, I'm going to hear something pretty good. Like it's going to make me feel pretty good. Or it's going to motivate me or inspire me to do something. And if you ever get tired of it, we'll stop doing it. But for now, I think we got got something here. Yeah, I like it. I say that for now. For now. (laughs) I've been doing this bit since I was about 24 years old. Uh So it is cool though when you mention a local place. Like when you, we do one from South Texas, I'm always like, yeah, that's where I'm from. You know, it's always a, a weird line for me to walk to because growing up, I had my local shows that I listened to. You know, I listened to Tommy Smith and Big Dave on Magic 105. <laughs> Loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. I would wake up and turn my radio on and they'd talk about what's going on in Arkansas, Central Arkansas. And then here I am, and we're doing this national show and we're on all over the country. And what I hope is. That one, our stations are also putting local stuff in the middle, like what's happening in town. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you have to be super local to do extremely good content. I do think there needs to be local elements in the show. Yeah. I can't be in every city, and I hate that. I hate that I can't do just an extremely local show for everyone. But I'm so proud that I get to bring in the biggest artists that you guys are fans of. Local shows can't do that. There are things that I am not able to do, but hopefully our local affiliates are going. I mean, I cut weathers all day. So does Crazy Ray, the weather guy. I mean, there's... We're doing stuff, but I'm proud of that we're able to be a, a, a quote-unquote national show, but be extremely vulnerable and open and honest with you guys that you feel like we're friends of yours regardless of where we live. Because we live in Nashville, because this is where country music is and happens. We moved here too. That's right. <laughs> like, we're not That's here. right. That's right. So everyone that's listening in, Chris in Minnesota, you know, Susan in Boston, Michael in Austin, you know, we just appreciate you feeling like we're locals with you guys because we feel like that. You know, I tour all the time. Not COVID time, but I'm in every city and I'm meeting folks everywhere. And it's what grounds me because otherwise I would just go back to my house and shut my doors and never come out. So appreciate that call. We're going to keep doing what we can for you guys. Feel free to call us, 877-77-BOBBY. Feel free to leave voicemails on that same line. 
You know, I spent a couple minutes this morning and a few yesterday over on the B Team Facebook page. How was it? It's so positive over there. You feel like you're about to get mugged because <laughs> you're like, why is everybody so nice? What are they going to do to me over here? You're checking your wallet. <laughs> well, it's like, like, it is, and we can put. We're not associated. We're not affiliated with this Facebook page. I would say I'm associated now because one, it's built about me in the show. But it's listener made. Yes. And I go over and they're going, hey, what are your favorite segments they do? And it feels so weird to just have positivity. (laughs) And it's going, they're going, I love the drafts. I love Amy versus Lunchbox. I love, and I left going, I actually feel pretty good about what I'm doing today. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things that occasionally you might have to dip into the dark side so they don't get too like, oh man, we're doing like Never an awesome worry about show. me feeling like I'm doing awesome for too long. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just kind of, you know, that it might be too positive over there. It is not. Don't listen to her, no, no, folks. No, no, no. It is not too I positive. I want them to keep the positivity, but we also need the. If no, no, all- no, no. I got enough of that. I have ratings to look at every day. Oh, okay. I have bosses breathing down my neck every day. <laughs> I have research that comes at me every day. I got plenty. Morgan, how many followers does that page have? Oh, let me go look. Okay. It, it definitely increased after you mentioned it, so let me check. We'll link it on our Facebook. And by the way, speaking of Facebook, tonight Lunchbox will be at the Murder House on Facebook. We'll talk to him in the next segment. He's in the car rolling away. It's got about 7,000 members, huh? Yeah. B-Team? Yep, 6. I posted 7. this morning, I posted a comment because one woman in Nevada was like, look at my license plate, and it says B-Teamer. Oh, oh wow. wow. She, really? Yeah, and I said, hey, will you come on the show? Scoob, I'll need you to find her. I just wrote that and then left. <laughs> but you'll see it on that page. Okay. All right, let's go to the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big Story. I have a couple stories about some really strong women that I wanted to share with you guys. A Maryland woman fulfilled a lifelong dream by going skydiving for the first time in her life at the age of 102. Wow. That's risky. How in the world? How, what's the insurance you get for that <laughs> if you're the skydiving place? Vivian Millie Bailey, 102 years old, is a World War II veteran being featured on the American Heroes Channel Honor Flight Heroes Show. And she was asked by producers, hey, is there a bucket list item you never crossed off? And, well, what do you know? It was skydiving. She and her instructor landed safely in the video, and here's what she thought about the experience. How How was your jump? It was wonderful. A real thrill. A real thrill. You know the tandem dry, uh, diver that she was with had to be like, dear God. Had to say his own special <laughs> prayer before we go. He said, dear God, it's me, tandem diver. I know I don't ask for much. And I know she's going to pass sometime soon. She's lived a, a wonderful life. She's done a lot for our country, but please don't let it be in the next six minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't probably, let it be while she's strapped to me. You probably checked on her a bunch the yeah, whole yeah. time. They're he, going he keeps doing her fingers on her neck as they're going down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all good. You good? Okay. All right, let's do another one. Bobby's other story. I saw this on TikTok. Blew my mind. Her name's McKenna Myler, 28 years old, lives in California. She is nine months pregnant. She just ran a mile in five minutes and 25 seconds. Wow, that's fast. I ran yesterday and I did about 6.45 to seven minutes. And when I finished, I thought, holy crap, I'm tired. She ran this in 5.25, nine months pregnant. Oh, she's 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 big. Like nine months, she's big. She's yeah. about to give birth. Wow, yeah. the baby's head's basically poking out as she's running. <laughs> oh gosh, the baby's watching her run from down below. <laughs> a mother to be caused a frenzy online. Ran a five twenty-five minute mile while nine months pregnant. Been training six times a week during her pregnancy and was challenged by her partner to run a mile under eight minutes. What's his partner doing? 
They must really like to run. I challenge you to do something absolutely crazy <laughs> with our baby right as you're about to have it. But that is a fast mile for someone not pregnant. that's not pregnant. By the way, I can probably run that if I really try. Really? I was just exercising. You think you could break six? Maybe not. That's hard. It'd be close. It'd be close. And I sometimes don't give my, don't give age the credit it deserves because I'm 40 now, and although I do feel like I'm still good, my calf hurts so bad from an injury that I've had six weeks ago. Mm. It won't fix. I need to look up Nashville's best calf doctor <laughs> and have him go to town on me because I I was sick for two and a half weeks and it did not heal and I wasn't on it at all. And I do anything and it just it bothers me. But I don't give age the proper credit. I should go, well, now you're 40. Yeah. This is what happens to your body. But not me. I'm like, ooh, let's go. Heal it up. Let's go. Let's get back on the track. Let's get back on the court. That's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. On the phone right now as he's driving to Iowa is Lunchbox. Lunchbox, how are you? Yo, yo. So he's about half hour into his drive or so. When does the G- Yeah, that's about it. When does the GPS say you'll arrive? Oh, I, I haven't typed in that far because we had to stop at the gas station because I forgot the bag of snacks and I, my cousin had to go to the bathroom. What do you mean you didn't type it in the GPS? Don't you do that at the very beginning, like when your car backs out of the driveway? Yeah, before you leave. <laughs> well, I mean, I had to find a gas station, so we're outside of town, so I typed in nearest gas station, so I'm at the gas station. Okay. And are you loaded up on snacks and gas? Yeah, I'm loaded up on snacks and gas. Hey, you, you know my friends, you know, at the Ops Games, the, the ones that make telestrations, they hooked it up with a gift card. And since I forgot my snacks, I, you know, just said, here, take this gift card, buy me some snacks. And they have the new game, Horror, Ultimate Trivial Pursuit. I gave it to the gas station clerk. So you're trick-or-treating <laughs> the gas station people, huh? Yeah, I'm like, hey, dude, I don't even know if you like horror movies, but you know what? There's this new game. Here's Trivial Pursuit Edition. And he was like, thank you. I don't know if he really liked it, but. He, he looked He looked excited. He goes, I like Jason and Halloween and horror flicks. Okay. Lunchbox is on his way to Iowa. He's going to spend the night in the Vasilla murder house where eight people were murdered back in 1912. Hey, is your cousin in there with you right now? Can I talk to him? Did I lose him? He's put back on hold for some reason. Oh, he's in the... Is your, is your cousin... He's in the bathroom. Oh, you're stopped right... Oh, my God. What's happening right <laughs> we now? We just left. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pee before you left. What's happening? What's happening? All right, here? get on hold, the road. Hold it. We'll get in the car, <laughs> and right when it hurts, we'll pull over. <sighs> Excuse me. And we, it, 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 I'm looking at the GPS. It says we have 10 hours and 15 minutes to go. Is he in the car now? No, he's in the bathroom. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> like it wasn't a. Um, Okay, then I don't care about his bathroom. I don't care about his bathroom habits. Okay, okay. Uh, Tonight, 7 Central, that's when he goes live on Facebook? Is that the plan? Will he be there by then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long is the lunchbox till you get to Iowa? It says 10 hours, 15 minutes. Okay, yes, he will be, but he'll be going live on our Facebook and Instagram stories uh, the whole time. So search Bobby Bone Show on either one. Okay. Well, we'll check in with you. We will not talk to Lunchbox until 
9, 8 central tomorrow morning. So you don't have to worry. Don't worry about waking up at 5 a.m. to hear Lunchbox's story. We will start talking with him like 9, 8 central, okay? Everybody good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This feels like a bit of a train wreck. (laughs) He's pulled over, going to the bathroom. He's giving the clerk games. Uh, Yeah, again, thanks to USOPOLY for hooking us up with uh, uh, gas and snacks for our guy Lunchbox. All right, Lunchbox, see you soon. You're welcome. Hey, see you later. Bye. Bye. (sighs) Okay. Uh, let's go over to Will, who is listening right now. Will, what's going on, man? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I love that. Um, hey, Bobby, uh, I'm a big fan of the Marty Smith podcast, and I was catching up on it the other day and heard your interview with him. And I just you know, want to let you know that I think both you guys are uh, you know, two people with very good perspective on life um, and you know, know how to put things in perspective. And uh, it was just like really uh, – you know, it's very value added to me to listen to you do you do go back and forth things. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I was on Marty Smith's America, which you may know Marty from ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, he invited me to come on. We talked for like forty five minutes about all kinds of life stuff. And you know, I'm always honored whenever people that I l- look at as being great in their profession ask me to come on and talk. So I appreciate that, Will. Thanks for sharing that, man. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a good one. Yeah, you have a good day too. Uh, let's go over and talk to Kelsey in Maine. Kelsey, how are you? Hi, guys. What's going on? Um, well, I just called to give you guys a comment because I have a little girl who's turning five on Thursday, and she got to listen to Dolly all the way to school the other day, and Dolly is just, like, her biggest fan. I mean, she's her biggest fan, and she even is going to be Dolly for Halloween. And... She absolutely loved it. She gets to listen to you guys every day on the way to school, and she just loves you, and she wanted me to be able to tell you. Thank you very much, and we will tell Dolly that, too, next time we talk to her. (laughs) We love Dolly, too. We're like fans when we get to talk to Dolly Parton as well. So uh, uh, thank you. You know, we have a big picture of Dolly Parton in our bedroom. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's awesome. That's Caitlin's favorite artist ever. Really? She's gotten to meet her before, but if it's like, who's your favorite? A, number one is Dolly Parton. So there's a big picture. Like if I'm laying in the bed on the upper left part of the wall by the TV, <laughs> it's a big picture of Dolly Parton. It's so one weird. of the things that she brought into the house. Okay. There are a few things that I have moved over from the house and a few things she, and then we have a bunch of new stuff too. But the big Dolly Parton picture is one thing that, that has come from her and, and still hangs in our room. It's nice of you to let her hang that there. I love Dolly let too. Her. Yeah. Like I have a Joe Montana autograph that I would love to have in my bedroom. Never would be Well, I haven't to. asked to put up any of my Darren McFadden or Magic right. Johnson's. That stays well, in like the studio in your game rooms. Room? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, they, that's what they always say. It belongs in the game room, not in the bedroom. It'd be cool in the bedroom. I agree, but right? that's, I, this is what I've learned. And I've only been engaged for like a week. <laughs> I have learned <laughs> that you pick your battles. That's right, bro. Like, what's the most important thing to you? Like, that's the only thing you really should go after if it's going to create any sort of conflict anywhere else. Gosh, smart man. I just kind of go, you know, not that big a deal. You know? <laughs> I'll put up my Felix Jones jersey over in the other room. <laughs> That's right. You'll be fine with it. Thank you, Kelsey. Hope you have a great day. Listen to this story. You ever do the claw machine? Yes. You, you, mm-hmm. I stink at it. Do you guys stink at it? Of course. A guy is playing the claw machine. He played it over 200 times in a row, and he hadn't won anything. So first of all, imagine after like three times going like, I got to It's not even worth it. <laughs> after like three or four times, you're like, well, I've spent more money than any of this garbage is worth anyway. Yeah. So he played it over 200 times in a row. He didn't win anything. He was frustrated. He was angry. He was broke. So he called the cops and said, I think this machine is broken. So these cops came 
and they took the time to investigate whether the machine was rigged or not. Come on. They instructed the owner, hey, buddy, come over here and play. <laughs> so the owner gets on and plays and tries 300 times and cannot win. Oh, I love this. <laughs> it was a rigged machine. <laughs> this is so good. So what the owner did is he moved some prizes into a more favorable area, and then the guy, everybody started winning like crazy. <laughs> And that claw, too, you know, like it goes down and then it comes up before it closes sometimes. Or sometimes all the fingers don't close. Right. <laughs> or it's not even strong enough to grab anything. Yeah, it's like it grabs it and it's locked on, but then it lifts and it just opens it up on the lift. Well, this is my favorite story that you've ever told on That's this. That's a good one. Yes. The New Yorker suspends writer Jeffrey Tubin for showing his goober during a Zoom call. Mm. Now, here's what I saw. I think he would just, because he didn't say, he said he didn't know the computer was still on. I saw a little blurred out of this, and this is happening a lot with schools now, too, where people are just leaving their Zooms on. Either teachers get in trouble, parents are in their underwear behind their kids. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there are just people that all of a sudden they're pulling their pants out to go and pee. And you're yeah. like, well, I'm, I'm seeing this. And I don't they know think they're muted. <laughs> and I think this is one of those. But wasn't his quote like, I made a big mistake or something? But he did. It is a this mistake. This is what he said. I made an embarrassingly video. stupid mistake believing I was off camera. Okay. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one in the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. But back up, because I don't know what, why was his, why was he naked in front of his computer? I know. He could have been changed. I, I don't know. No, I don't know. There, well, I know, there are two ways. I- he could have accidentally been changing his clothes, or he could have been splish splashing. You know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I assume my heart says he's not splish splashing right then. He is... Changing his clothes. Yeah, I just feel like the apology to the family is a little much. If That's you're what just I'm accidentally saying. Accidentally changing your That's clothes. That's what I meant by the mistake thing. Like, what? It's- well, I mean, I get that it's a mistake you left your computer on, but an apology to people and it's coworkers. Like- but the, I mean, because like, again, was I don't it- know. But I would apo- if my goo was shown, I would probably apologize to the world too. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry you had to see that. <laughs> or what? Oh, you or don't was he like? That. I think he thinks no he's one muted. deserves that. Can anybody that was on the Zoom please speak up? Yeah. What happened? Morgan number two was on yesterday. Morgan. (laughs) What happened? I don't don't, know. Like, why? And is it like a maturity thing? Because I think, I wonder too, is he like, oh, I'm muted. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't dance. (laughs) He just just thinks like, I'm changing in front of my computer or take this. (laughs) It was a bit weird because if my camera is up and even if I'm not on Zoom, I don't get naked in front of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone should know right now that people can hack into your crap very easily without you even knowing you just watch through your camera. Of your phone, of your computer, it is so known that even with the new iPhone update, there's now a little dot that shows up and someone takes over your camera because yeah. it just happens so much and we have no idea. I don't know. I just saw it and was blown away by it. Mm-hmm. We need more details, please. I don't know that I need any more, actually. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> that story is more interesting to me than the claw. Really? <laughs> I like the claw one better, but <laughs> Oh, the battle of the bits. Yeah, 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 the claw one was so good. About that last story, Mike D has done some research about the guy who was butt naked on camera. Yes. Two people who allegedly participated in the call spoke to the website. This is from The Cut on condition of anonymity and claim that he was splish splashing during a break. What does that mean? Splish splashing? Yeah. What do you think Taking it means? a shower? No. To a bath? No, using the... No! 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 Yeah. Really? No! Yeah. No, 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 
no. I didn't know that's what split smash no. was. No. No. Yeah, yeah. No. My brain never went there ever. No. Yeah, he should apologize. What? Yes. To everyone's family. To, not just his own. To me right now. <laughs> he should apologize to Scuba me. Scuba Steve, get him on. We need him to apologize to everyone right now. Now oh that God. we know. Oh. I can't. I don't even know who wow. he is. He I can't unsee it. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Oh, why? That's another question. Yeah, Guy just do that, dude, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. In the middle of a Zoom. Well, you know, he he thought it was over. I don't right? hear. He thought it was off. In he thought it was over. Humor. It was a break. <laughs> wow. You needed that I break. Just <laughs> listen. Can't. Jeez, man. Sometimes everybody needs a break, you know. But it's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. That we found. Mike D found it. Thanks, Mike oh, D. Oh my gosh. If he has kids, does he have kids? He's older. He's older. I know. I know he'd apologize to his wife. I didn't know if he apologized to his His whole family, remember? His whole family. Okay, we're coming back in a second. (laughs) All right, let's go over to Tony in Mississippi. Tony, you're on the show. What's going on? Uh, Just driving down the road, Bobby. I'm glad to be able to finally get a hold of you. Appreciate you calling. You a truck driver? Yes, sir. Can I ask you a question about that? uh, I'm going to take the CDL test because I have to do it for... uh, an episode of my TV show because there's a, there's a woman want to feature that's a great story, like has just come from come from a, a, a situation that wasn't great and is now just thriving. And she drives, and for me to be able to do this show with her, I've got to learn how to at least get my permit because I'm not gonna take the driver test, but you can pass the written test and get your permit and then drive with someone else in in the truck. And so my CDL, it's like I have to study and pass a 75 question quiz. Tony, how hard is this quiz? It can. You, I would highly suggest that you study real good and try to memorize because the questions don't exactly match what's in the book. Did, how many times did you have to take it? Did you just do it once and nail it? Well, I I did it twice because okay. the the questions kind of they're kind of tricky, so you have to really know what's in the book. Okay, I'm gonna try it. I've committed to, to doing it, and if. If Tony took him twice, like four times, I got a bad feeling about meeting here. <laughs> uh, Tony, what what you want to say, bud? Well, I just wanted to say I was I love listening to your show. I travel all over the country, and I'm always looking for where y'all are on because I love listening to y'all. You're always positive. I love listening to you, and you just keep my drive going on a positive note. Well, I appreciate that, Tony. Thank you very much. And if you wouldn't mind giving us a eh, eh, before we end this call. All right. Nice. There he is. Tony, everybody. Thank you, Tony. Have a good day, bud. (laughs) You have a great one. Thank you, Bobby. All right. See you later. Here's the story I was talking about before we went to break. Lisa Montgomery is going to be the first female inmate executed in 67 years. It's been that long since they have – I'm not a death penalty guy anyway, really, because I've just just seen too many people just barely squeak out with DNA evidence like that wasn't them the whole time. Right. And so a date has been set. The inmate Lisa Montgomery of Melbourne, Kansas, was convicted of kidnapping, resulting in death by a jury in 2008. This is going to happen. And that was the news story where I thought, wow, there hasn't been a woman sentenced to death in 60-plus years or so. Then Eddie said he was offered to go and watch a uh, execution. an execution once. Mm-hmm. In college, because I went to Sam Houston State, and it was literally one block away from death row. And not death row for where they executed actually. Death mm. row is a little further, but 
Uh, and so since I was a broadcast journalism major, one thing that they offered us is you could witness an execution and you had to write about it or do a report on it. And so I said, yeah, oh. I'm like, give Wait. me that opportunity. And you went? So what happened was there was supposed to be some paperwork done and my professor was supposed to turn it in in time and he didn't. I showed up to the to the prison at the gates and they looked at the list and they said, hey, we just you're just not approved. Like we don't have your stuff here. You can't I, even get on the list to get in the debt, the club or debt. <laughs> yeah. So the, I called my professor. He's like, oh my gosh, man, I completely forgot. Ugh. I'm sorry. We can do the next one if you want or whatever. And I said, no, it's fine. But now that I'm older, I'm like a little thankful that I didn't see that because oh, yeah. I don't know if I'd ever be able to like get that out of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would anyone want to have gone to that? No. We're not going to judge you. There's no chance. And I wouldn't even said yes in the beginning. So weird. When I was young, I was like, yes, give me that opportunity. I'd love to write about it and witness that. But no, now that I'm older, thank goodness. Katie, or excuse me, Kate in Nashville, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, Kate. I was just responding to the crane game. Yeah. My daughter, when she was like five, my husband and her would play it and they would win all the time. So we couldn't even go to the grocery store without her saying, I want to play the crane game. And so it got really expensive. So we, my husband and I crafted this official letter from the crane game company telling her she had to stop playing because uh, we were losing profit <laughs> because she was winning so much. This is like Amy <laughs> telling her kid that Blake and Gwen are going to see his video. Mm-hmm. Hey, I guess it, you do what it t- takes to... Yeah. Make the kids happy or make them stop craning? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, in later in life, you can laugh you know, tell it. the kids about it and laugh about it. Nah, that's funny. Kate, thank you for the call. Well, she's like she's like 17 now, and she's like still like... Oh, we're losing. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, Kate. Let's go to Eric in Louisiana. You are on the show. Eric, what's going on? Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Uh, I was calling about the pregnant woman and running a mile under six minutes. Yeah. I was I was thinking, you know, a good segment would be you're all about betting lately and you said you can you can probably do it in about six minutes. Well, uh why don't you make a bet saying that you can do it or not do it and uh whatever whatever if you lose or win, you it can go to Saint Jude or any other kind of organization that y'all pick. Um I'll even make make the bet with you. You know, you got a a, a wedding coming up. You're gonna need 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 to pay for get papers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun fun thing to think about, but there's no chance. I'm pushing myself for a bet. Six minute mile. I, I question too if I could do it. I mean, I run. Yesterday I did two miles at like six forty five, seven fifteen, in that spot. <sighs> uh, I'm not, that's fast. Yeah, that's really fast. It's like really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky if I can break eight, dude. No, again, it wasn't. I wasn't doing it for ten miles. Yeah, it's quick. No, I appreciate that, Eric, but it ain't no chance. I, I have no interest in pulling a hamstring because I said I might can run a six minute mile. <laughs> I appreciate that though. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm going. All right, Bye. see you later. Uh, let's do one more. Brandon in Florida, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on with you? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. Well, first off, I just wanted to say uh, good morning to my daughter, Colby. She's a seven-year-old amateur surfer in Sebastian, Florida. And you, good morning, Colby. But main reason I wanted to call was, where did you guys get Scuba Steve from? He's pulling through with all the great uh, guests on the show. Anytime you guys have an issue, you're just like, hey, Scuba, can you get him on the phone? When you guys were talking about the guy on Zoom. Yeah, I don't think like, he's going to be able to get the, the guy that... 
the guy on Zoom. Maybe but, ask but, him. But uh, I'm working on it. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you want something? I will make it happen as much as best as I can. Can you imagine we're the show that gets the guy, <laughs> the exclusive, the guy caught pulling his putt on camera? <laughs> <laughs> what we even ask him? We can only do it in like this segment when it's so late in the show. Yeah. All right, man, we got two minutes where it's clear to talk about this. Yeah, no, Scuba Steve's been a great addition of the show. And think about Scuba, he doesn't want to even be on the air. He doesn't demand airtime. He's just he's like, hey, I'm the executive producer. He's running the place, and he's also lining up all the guests. So uh, appreciate that appreciation call for Scuba, Brandon. Yeah, no problem. Thank right. you guys for doing everything you do. Thanks, man. See you later. 29-year-old guy in Seattle. Fell to his death while barefoot. He tried to get a selfie. It's just another oh one of these God. stories. People, are, The risk-reward just isn't great. Mm-hmm. The reward is you get a picture that 100 people like. The risk is you die. So, friends, listen to the show right now. It, you may not be on a mountain. Who knows? You may see a bear or a train. Think of the risk-reward. He went ahead of his friends on the trail. They lost sight of him. They had to call police who found him. So let this be a learning lesson that it doesn't happen to you. I don't think it will. But man, that is dangerous stuff. I was on a mountain this weekend. I thought about it, but guess what? I didn't do it. Did you hear my little voice in your head go, Eddie? Not worth it. Not, Not worth it. it. Risk yep. reward. Mm-hmm. You have the devil, Eddie. Pop up. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. You can do it. It'd be It'll, the best selfie get ever. You'll get so many likes. <laughs> so many likes. And then I pop up. Doom. Eddie, don't do that. <laughs> Who do I bad, listen that's to? That's a bad Eddie. <laughs> Amy, what's going on today? So Shira's got a soccer game tonight, so gearing up for that. What about you? I think I'm going to that soccer game. My schedule backward is go to Amy's daughter's soccer game. I'm going to the Grand Ole Opry to record some stuff for this weekend show. I'm doing a Vets You Should Know podcast with a vet talking about his life. I have an interview with Kevin Griffin from Better Than Ezra for the Bobbycast. I got a couple St. Jude things to do right after the show. It's a full day, don't get me wrong. But I'm kind of planning on Thursday, Eddie and I are going to play golf. Yes. Oh, nice. What do you mean you're kind of? No, 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 my plan is go as hard as I can Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, play a little golf, work on Friday, got Ray's. Then then Friday and Saturday, it's all about Ray. Work hard, play hard. I don't play that hard. I work extremely hard (laughs) and sometimes remember to play. Yeah, that's what you're doing. I'm going to try to remember to play on Thursday. That's it. Thank you, guys. Hope you have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. The Bobby Bones Show.